cliffcentral.com. Can I just first off congratulate Palisa for the very first time? She's actually selected a track we like. Thank you so much for there that, Balasa. So awesome. So awesome. Uh, the layabouts coming through with uh, Colors of Love featuring Porsche Monique. Mm. Ah, sweet divine music. Man, um, when they were the headliners at uh, Spring Fiesta a couple of years ago, yeah. watched them live on stage. So dope. Blown so, away. So, I mean, really cool. Welcome to it. Uh, it is 20 something with myself, just another cool kid, or Jack for short. I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Nell Given. Uh, this feels like making love again. I, I, I'm grateful that we played the colors of love. This feel, I feel kind of nervous. It's like finding a new love or having left a girlfriend for a long time, right? Yeah. And you're coming back to her, uh, having been to wherever it is you might have gone to. And you just don't know how it's going to feel. You're just like, oh, butterflies yeah. in it's my like, stomach. Like, oh. Will it be like the first time? I don't know. I'm feeling a little bit nervous. Should I put my hand there? I don't know. Is she going to like, like move it away? Yeah. Can I kiss her? What are the rules now? You know, it feels it's, fresh. It, it's almost as if you've got a checklist in your mind. Of, yeah. Okay, touch here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of looking for all the cues. Like, okay, okay. Can, can, can I, I do that? Now? Can I? Should I? Mm. I'm not sure if I, yeah. you know, but so far so good. Yeah. All right. We're here. How are you doing? Though? Uh, I'm handsome, man. Right. Handsome. Life has been, uh, been decent. It has. Yeah. Yeah. How, mm. how was your break? Your December break? It was worth it. Although I still feel like I need years of sleep. <laughs> I mean, you know, you do things, you, you put your body through things that constantly just on the move. Yeah. And doing bad things to it and putting bad things inside your body. It's, it's so I haven't stopped yet. I'm still phasing it out. It's almost as if like for 11 months of the year, you're a normal human being yeah. just doing your thing. And then in December, it's like, uh, I feel like being a large tank of alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of doing everything at uh, the Flash's pace. Yeah. It's like, just like consume everything, take everything, party, dance now. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And then you must calm down. <sighs> and we have calmed down. Yeah. Somewhat. Have you calmed down? Uh yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, actually what's 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 really interesting is that my December wasn't as it didn't have that many fireworks. Like it wasn't as, you know, boom boom pow as everyone else would expect. It was so chilled. I had the best time. Like <laughs> I feel like I was moving and fast forward for the whole year yeah. and December was the first time I just pressed play. It was just hmm. ah, you know? Breathe for a second For the first time My year has a plan Which makes me nervous Like I've never planned Okay I always just Sort of come along Things along the way Just like yeah. okay I found this Found that But for the first time There's a solid idea Behind what Life needs to be Yeah That makes me excited And nervous At the same time just like, uh. Well I mean w- When you're approaching New barriers Or when you're Stepping into something new mm-hmm. uh, Not specifically the year But I mean Like as you're saying Having a plan It's it, you, you, it's, it's trial and error Basically mm-hmm. You know and I, I actually stopped putting plans to things. Like, you know how it, it just feels like a New Year resolution too much. You know what I mean? And and yeah. so many people on Facebook and on Twitter, I've seen a lot of people talking about how they are going to make 2017 their bitch and blah, wow. blah, 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 blah. This is my year. This yeah. is what a wada. But the cool thing about Facebook is that sometimes it shows you your tw- your, 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 <laughs> your posts from, years from the ago. years yeah, ago. Like, oh, and and right. it's like, oh, okay. Look at you now. Hey, man. All right. You who, know? Who's the, okay. It's like, I wish Facebook would do that for uh, January and December, just for January, January yeah, yeah. and December. In December, it's like, oh, 2017 sucks balls. What a wada sucks. <laughs> ah, wah, 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 wah. And then in January of 2017, they're like, yeah, I'm going to make you my bitch. <laughs> it's like, wait, are we still talking? Is this the same person? I feel like someone hacked your Facebook account. It's you know? crazy how we're different people, though, you know, uh, especially online. Like, we're so different. We are. And as the years go, as the years progress, and as you know, social media becomes better, um, you see how you change and how you, you, in terms of speaking and communicating online. For sure. We become such different people. My thing is, have you ever been surprised by... What Facebook dug up about you and gave back? <laughs> like, did you yes. ever? Yes, a few times. Yes. Was it a good surprise or like? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, oh, shit, man, for real. Yeah, straight up. Okay. For, I, I've seen a couple. I was like, wow, I didn't know I was that deep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you hey. get those things. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow, thank you, thank you, Facebook. What did that do for your life? I mean, it's 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 it sometimes turns your day around. You know what I mean? 
Sometimes it does. Like you wake up one morning, you feel like, ah. You make your own day. It's like, no, I feel terrible. Yeah. And then you go on Facebook, it's like a memory from 2009. You're like, oh, well, that was poetic. <laughs> I'm going to tackle this day in a different way. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, man. Well so, done. uh. A couple of things have happened Yeah, a lot has happened already A lot has happened uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty sad Look, as much as I love doing the show uh, I'm pretty sad that I can't watch the cricket at the same time I'm sad that I can't watch the, the SABC Inquiry at the same time Right That's like, uh, that, was that, like, one. that was like, what? Wah. That was intense, man it's, it's, it's interesting how our politicians have somewhat become rock stars Yeah like, All of a sudden we want to attend Woo! these things Like <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago, I wouldn't have cared like, about an inquiry. It's like, ah, they're boring. doing it again. You know? It's like a roast, man. It's the SNBC <laughs> inquiry roast. That's what's going on at times. Oh, man. Nando's, where you at, brah? Really? <laughs> we really need one. We really need one. Yeah. Plus, Julius Malema out there making noise as well. Like, as usual, I feel as if South African politics didn't take a break. They didn't, you know, yeah. they didn't see December at all. They were like, ah. We just carry on living life. Being who we are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the ANC had that whole 105 year celebration. They in had December. an awards thing, bro. Right. Look, uh, to all the awards taking place this year Samas, Mamas, Beaches, Metros, Metros, whatever. All of you, you need to get President Zuma on there as the host of your awards show. I, I don't know. It'll be so insane. No, I, I don't that know. That guy doesn't give a damn. No. He's like, oh, are we doing that now? Oh, is that? No, but that's the wrong award. It's like, what? Aren't awards supposed to keep you up? I feel like you put me to sleep. Really? Really? What the Zuma, Zuma shake? So, look, look. I've, Zuma, I've, 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 I've been uh, an audience to Jacob Zuma's speeches yeah. on two occasions. Like, no, I've he... been there, like, seeing him right in front of me in the flesh. Hmm. Two occasions hey, won't be I serious. had to fight sleep Like <laughs> no. Stop Leave me alone <laughs> And the one was My uncle's wedding You know what I mean He gave a speech At my uncle's wedding And I was like mm. <laughs> Come on We can't fall asleep We need to keep it together For all the family Okay Anyway But I mean it, He's he's our president yeah. It's fine It's alright But the cricket aside uh, SABC Inquiry, Inquiry aside, aside. Um, There was a study done In uh, the University of Columbia In uh, Strangely enough In America Like <laughs> University of Columbia Anyway uh, They actually did a study And it turns out uh, That In the states where Marijuana is legalized For medicinal And recreational use Whoa. There's been an, an 11% drop In traffic fatalities Make I'm it so legal. happy about that. Make it legal. I I think so. I think w- when you consider the the e- even the the medical reports and all of that stuff. Mm. I mean, year on year, thousands upon thousands of people die from vehicular um, incidents, cigarettes, alcohol. There hasn't been a single case of anyone anywhere dying of a marijuana overdose. I think that alone mm. should be enough. For people to realize that maybe weed is not that bad. Aside from that, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. For sure. Now, if you look at the amount of, uh, the variation of products that have been put out and Mm -hmm. how it's been advanced and how it's been made consumer friendly. True. So there's that aspect of it as well. Uh, It might be one of those sources to alleviate unemployment. True. As well. Let's stop keeping it out. Yeah. Let's... Encourage new ideas Brave ideas Plus industrial hemp Has got a lot of It can be used for so many different things It's got so many different uses And that could open up A a whole nother uh, You know Gap Not a gap really But a whole nother way Of people to make an income And for people to make money I saw this one thing I didn't really look at it uh, In depthly But yeah. there's this one chef Who cooks using marijuana Yeah like he I've got a cookbook as... actually Oh you've got a marijuana cookbook Yes Yes Dinner at your house tonight Yeah for sure The weird thing <laughs> We're is We're going to be so happy After I cook you the meal With marijuana You're going to need another meal For the munchies Right <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> ah, Don't it's do like, it They're going to say Obesity You're going to get fat You're no, eating too much No What I'll tell you is You will definitely enjoy the food Yeah okay. Yeah It's going to taste Amazing That's all I know Right uh, Something else Interesting Brilliant. that happened This week Well I actually Found it today On Twitter uh, Gareth put this tweet out uh, Apparently Norway became the first Country to switch Off FM radio Ooh. Oh 
Get scared. Hey. All you other guys. Ooh, SABC. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. It's time to adapt, man. I, I see now um, December was amazing because a lot of the house guys in terms of music now. Yeah. They got, I think they got angry by the dominance of hip hop. Yeah, for sure. And there were so many brilliant house hits that yeah. came out in December yeah. and still transpanding, uh, transcending into January and you know, going for the year. So if you sit back and you don't innovate, man. You 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 you're setting be, yourself up for failure. We're gonna switch you off. We are, and and uh, there's there's the culture of podcasting has changed. Yes, in this country, dramatically actually. You've got a lot more FM radio stations realizing that they, they have to, to podcast. podcast. Yeah, you know, and this the crazy thing is, two or three years ago when when Cliff Central started. People were calling it the WeChat radio station. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now all of a sudden, when countries like Norway, plus it's not just Norway. Norway was the first, but uh, Britain has held those that kind of discussions. A couple of other European countries have also held those discussions. And with the way people are buying smartphones and all of these uh, gadgets and whatnot that use data and all of that stuff, yeah. it's only a matter of time where people completely leave. FM radio. I'm so happy that the old and stale generations are dying out. Oh, man. Thank you for dying. Like you've been on this <laughs> earth and you've been holding us back, guys. Seriously, it's enough now. No, don't do that. No, that's wrong. No, I don't understand. Yeah. Ah, uh, we're gonna do it now. We are gonna do it. You might just dance in your grave too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the, the the change I'm waiting for is when we can say that about our parliament, about our. You know, our people in power. I think that will be interesting. I want a president that can read a pay, uh, a speech from an iPad. Like, I'm tired of watching Jacob Zuma <laughs> flip over page <laughs> after page, you know? Let's save the trees, you know? Play your part. I suppose it's bound to happen. It's it coming. is, it is. Uh, um, so, 2017 has come around with a couple of new things. Yeah. Uh, so, Clip Central finally has a WeChat. Not a WeChat account, sorry. A WhatsApp account. There you go. There you go. You know, because, I mean, WW, you know, WeChat, WhatsApp. Sorry, my bad. But we're finally on WhatsApp. So uh, you can send us voice notes and text messages, man. 079-748-2090. That is 079-748-2090. And uh, you guys can join the conversation. It'll be so interesting to hear what uh, thoughts and ideas you guys might have. Uh, Plus, we are... Not afraid of critical uh, criticism. <laughs> we, we 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 are not that proud. I promise. You we'll can put it send, out there, man. You man, send whatever you want. It, Tell bro. us if we suck. We suck. You just let us know. We might just fix the problem. Who knows? But Who knows? we might just take you to school. We might just, we might just do that to you. In fact, we are gonna take you to school. Mm. We just because we're those kind of guys. I think we're 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 allowed to be those kind of guys. And we can go to school whenever we want. Right. So it started what Wednesday or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if we want to go to school today, we could do that because uh, we are virtually going to school. For sure, for sure. So the amazing, the phenomenal, the great thinker, I believe, uh, CEO of Think Digital College, uh, Janessa Leiter. How are you? Uh, hi guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, I, I hope you're not taken aback by some of the lunacy that happens between <laughs> myself and Neil. Uh, this is just how you're all. This well, is just I'm how you're all. sitting here with tears running down my face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think, first and foremost... Yeah, can we talk about Janessa? Janessa. Th- yes, that's what I was going to get okay, into. So like, your name is so awesome. I think when we met outside, that was the first thing I said to you. Janessa. I, I, does, what does your name mean? I've never heard of that name before. I don't even think it has a, a meaning. It was just made up. So my mom, when she was pregnant with me, had this red coat that she wore throughout the whole of winter. And the label was Janice with an E at the end. Okay. So my dad said, well, let's change the E to an A and make it Janessa and call the baby Janessa. So that was oh, named wow. after a coat. Well, I, I, I guess it, it's, it's safe to say that your creativity was preordained. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I think it was. And then I was born on the 1st of April on the bathroom floor because the guy and he thought it was an April oh, Fool's wow. trick. So I think it all started there. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? Like, if, if, as far as stories are concerned, my, my, my birth story is pretty boring. Um, 
mine too. I was just nearly born on the sidewalk, so it's, yeah. It's like, uh, but you got to the hospital. Yeah, I got. It's like, uh, damn it, I had to be born. In a, why? Yeah. Leave me on the sidewalk, man. My, well, my mom was my mom is a nurse, so she kind of knew everything that was going on. Like the morning she woke up, she was like, okay, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so, think Digital College is the first fully virtual primary and high school in SA. So, there. Think about that in the meantime. What are some of your schooling memories? Like, what did you take from school? I never really enjoyed school. I was, (laughs) (laughs) I went to a convent for my entire school career from grade one to matric. So it was an all girls school. We had some fabulous nuns. I've got very happy memories of some of the nuns, but um, I was really bullied in high school by one girl in particular Mm. and that actually just you know if I look back on my schooling career I don't think of it as a happy time in my life you know I see those things in movies and I don't think that they they're real they're reality Mm. in terms of like remembering the people that hurt you so much that you carry them through life yeah ah um for me I I don't think well I enjoyed school not like oh yay let's go to school no no uh but when I look back on it the most that I got out of being in school is the friends that I've made, like the family that I have, yeah. that I carried out of school that are still with me now. That's the only thing that I can say was valuable, really. Absolutely. What What was the inspiration for um, Think Digital? I mean, with with the way things are in this country, you know, like even with uh, the textbook sagas that we've had over the past couple of years, what was that? Was it something that drove you to... Bring about Think Digital? No, not that. Well, it's actually interesting how some businesses do grow out of a personal need. Okay. So what happened to me was I've got three boys, and my youngest son was developed was um, diagnosed with Tourette syndrome. It's okay. In grade four, so that's facial tick. Mm. So he was so badly teased at school that the psychologist at the time said to me, "If we take him out of school, we'll never get him. You know, if I take him home one day, I won't get him back to school." But it got to a point where we would pull into the school gates, and he had vomit all. All over himself, all over the car. I'd change him in the car and send him off to school. So I've always been in education. I had a higher education, sorry, a further education and training institution, but I had never ever considered homeschooling. But one day when this happened again, I thought to myself, you know, we can't carry on like this. And I said to him, jump back in the car, we're going home. Mm. So we had no plan, no options, no ideas of what we were going to do. So we started researching homeschooling. So there are a couple of homeschooling um, companies that provide curriculum. So we started with that. And I just realized that his concentration span was so incredibly short if he was listening to his tutor or reading out of a textbook. But if he was on a device, if he was looking at a YouTube video or working on a maths app or a science program that I'd found, then his concentration span was so much longer and his retention was so much better. Mm. And because he was a little bit lonely, he definitely, his friend became, his cell phone became his greatest friend. Yeah. And he spent time creating, sharing, liking, learning. So I thought, you know, let's use this to our advantage. And there must be so many other children. I mean, this generation Z, they are born with technology in their hands. You yeah. Know, not like us, we grew up to appreciate technology. <laughs> yeah. So they see the world through the eye of, through the lens of a smartphone. So we started developing the content. Because I'd been in education, I was familiar with development. We did a lot of research into cognitive learning theories, and we basically started developing this amazing, interactive, exciting content to engage learners and to develop a love for learning in children. That that is really cool. I went through the whole journey of school, like to the pinnacle, I suppose, uh, university Mm -hmm. being being the pinnacle, uh, having finished... Uh, and you know what you realize is we as beings we don't learn the same that's one of the things that school or the schooling environment doesn't appreciate that we don't conclude the same so we you know if you tell me something now and you say this is how it is i'm gonna get it differently to what jack is how how he's gonna understand it so exactly (laughs) this the fact that you've found a way for him to excel even more you know, and not just him, but school uh, children all around the country. I mean, that's amazing. Absolutely, because we realise there's so many other children, and not necessarily children with the same condition, but mm. children who've been bullied or who are extremely shy. Children who just feel like a square 
peg pushed into a round hole at school. You know, they just feel they don't fit in mm. for whatever reason it is. So the system is really ideal. It's based on each child's individual needs, and it caters um, for children with learning disabilities to gifted children because mm. it's built on a platform. It's called a scaffolding effect. So, for example, just say you have a child in grade four and they're working on maths and they get to the next topic and it's fractions, for example, and they might really be battling with, oh no, no, let's pretend they're in grade five because they start fractions in grade four. So they're really battling with the, these multiple choice questions at the end of every single topic and this um, is constantly assessed in the background. So the system picks up if the child's battling, automatic, automatically drops them a grade, re-explains the concept in simpler terms, gives them simpler examples and the moment there's a competency and understanding at that level, raises them back up to their original grade. And similarly, if a child's very bright, if they're getting all the multiple choice questions correct first time, then like a good teacher would in a school, they'd give them additional work or, you know, extension work. The system bumps them up to a higher grade, the grade above, explains in a slightly more detailed manner. They do the more intricate sums. And then at the end of that topic, they come back down to their level. And this process is totally seamless. So the child doesn't know they're going up or down you know, ah. because they don't think, oh, gee, I'm stupid. I'm failing. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, there are a lot of things that kids pick up in school. I, I remember, uh, well, throughout my schooling experience, there were certain things I felt that I needed to learn surrounded by um, people of my age group, my peers, and all of that stuff. Do you, how do you accommodate, accommodate that? Yes. Like the, the natural growing process mm -hmm. in a child? Absolutely. Collaboration is very important. And they say that's one of the three skills that children now are really going to need in the workplace. It's collaboration, creativity, and problem solving. So what we've done is we've built in. So while Alessandra was being homeschooled, I picked up all these issues, spoke to other moms homeschooling their children, and we picked up where the downfalls of homeschooling are. And one of them was the fact that there's no collaboration. And the other one was that there's very little support, you know, for a parent. So what we've done is there are three support portals on the child's dashboard. So the first one is a student tutor portal. That's if the child has any content-related queries. They post their query and a qualified teacher, subject matter expert, will reply to their query. Then we have an online chat room. So everybody who's in your grade, when you start, you upload a picture of yourself and a little bit about yourself. Then you can see everybody around the country who is in your grade and you can interact virtually. Yeah. So, for example, I see with my older boys very often, you know, they'll say, I don't understand this. I'm going to call Richard. And then I say, well, <laughs> why don't you ask your teacher? And I say, no, Richard gets this and explains it quite nicely. As children get older, they actually enjoy learning from one another, sure. bouncing ideas off one another. So that's what that platform is for. Then we have an online study buddy. So the study buddy is really like a personal motivator. They will track each student's progress weekly. And if a student is falling behind, they'll follow up. They'll give them a call, drop them a mail, post on their dashboard and say, look, we see you falling a little behind with your science. Is there a problem? And if there is a problem with the actual content, we'll refer them to the tutor. Perhaps the child's just been sick or a little bit lazy. And then we'll just say, listen here, you've got to catch up now. This is your new submission date. So we follow up all the time to make sure nobody falls through the cracks. You know, um, one of the things that my father enjoyed about the school I went to, I went to King Edward VII School, uh, primary and high school. I hated it. <laughs> hated it. Don't woo that. It's a good school, don't get me wrong, but I, I, it just wasn't for me. But one of the things that he loved was the structure of the school. I mean, from eight until two o'clock, he knew exactly where I was. He knew exactly what I was doing. What, what would you say to a parent who has issues with that? Like most probably they need to go to work and they don't trust that their child is at home doing the right thing. Exactly. So what we've done to combat that problem is we have tutor centers across the country. So the tutor center, I don't know if you've heard of the term, upside down classroom or flipped classroom I have never. so it's quite popular overseas I think it's coming to South Africa slowly but surely so these tutor centers will be run as a flipped classroom so the children will it's not a teacher standing in front of the classroom like it has been I mean education hasn't changed for the last 2,000 years yeah 
So the children will be working on their content at these tutor centers, but there will be a, a teacher available that's literally two meters away. If you've got a problem, they can assist you. They will then arrange, you know, there'll be social interaction. All the centers are run independently, but people can contact each center and see what they offer and if that's what they're looking for. So, for example, some will offer extramural activities and mm. camps. And so it'll be almost, you know, so similar to a traditional school. But at the same time, children are working at their own pace with this engaging, interactive content, but they have the benefit of social interaction. It's really cool. I was actually going to ask about extramural activities just, <laughs> just before you answered that. Yeah, that is important. And children that are working on their own at home, they, we do suggest that they join a sports club yeah. or, you know, do get involved, even if it's dancing lessons or, you know, being involved in particularly a team sport is very good. Yeah, you just, skills. you need to be active. You really need Absolutely. to be active. You need to be out there maybe kicking a ball or chasing it, whatever the case may exactly. be. Exactly. I wish I was younger, man. Right. This would have worked for me. Me too. (laughs) Because I'm such a nervous child. You know, one of the most difficult things for me was asking questions in class. Because, I mean, there's a group of 20 other people in there. You're just like, I want more clarity. Yeah. Too scared to ask. uh, It's fine. I'll leave it. But that's so true. Sorry, I'm interrupting you there now. But, you know, so many children in the class are either too scared to give their opinion or to ask a question. Or they give the answer that they think the teacher is looking, looking for, for. Yeah. not what they really believe. For sure. So with this system, one of the it's built on Dr. John Swiller's cognitive um, theory, and one of the points he brings up is that children learn through making mistakes. So I mean, you'll remember if you made a mistake in a test and the teacher corrected you ten to one, you're not going to make that mistake again, again. in your next yeah. test or exam. So the system corrects you automatically and immediately. It's not like you wait for a week before you get that test paper back. And in the meantime, you convinced the answer was correct and you're almost, you know, compounding that incorrect knowledge in your brain. So this way they get instant feedback and it will be, no, this is not the correct answer. This is the correct answer. So the child's learning through making mistakes and we really encourage that. That's really cool. So it's all about learning at your pace. Exactly. So you can rush ahead or, you know, slow it down. Exactly. There's a minimum pace. You know, if your child, if you do want your child to con- to complete in 12 months, we do have some children with learning difficulties or children who are very ill who then, you know, have requested to write it over 18 months or two years. So it's totally built around each child's individual needs. You know, uh, you mentioned uh, a little bit ago that you know education hasn't changed in no. about two thousand years. <laughs> no. Have you have you received any form of backlash? I mean, you oh, know, yes. when you introduce anything new, yes. there's going to be a couple of people that have a problem. The mafia's going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. Tall trees experience the most wind. Hey. For sure. So For sure. a lot of people have said to us, you know, um, a lot of people are concerned that children already spend so much time on a technological device. Now they're going to be spending even more time. But what I found, well, with my experience with Alessandro is if he's spending now three hours a day learning his content, it almost satisfies that craving for technology. For sure. Because when he's done, he will go play outside. He will go kick a ball or have a swim or whatever it is. So, you know, I think if we use technology to our benefit, because these children are going to be on their devices, so rather use it to our benefit and let them learn at the same time. And because their concentration span is increased, because their memory retention is increased, all the more benefit. And I went to an online um, training, a conference in the beginning of the year, online education. And one speaker from one of our universities was saying, in five years' time, their contact sessions will be 90% online. Hmm. So children actually need to learn now Hmm. how to study online because Workplaces, you know, everything's based on computer based. Yeah, yeah. So the earlier they learn it, the better. Otherwise, we'll be panicking about it in years to come. Like, oh, kids aren't ready. Yeah. We need to, you know, start a whole other, uh, shorten, lengthen the year of the school so we can teach them this particular thing so they can adjust. Yes. Um, I didn't, I don't like using paper. I don't like writing on paper. So using my phone in your, in your, in class was a difficult thing for me because Obviously, it's the assumption is you're not listening or you're not taking notes. Yeah. That's how I take notes. So I love that you can interact in that way. Uh, in terms of sourcing your teachers or the you know tutors and everybody yes. that's a part of Think Digital, how do you go about that? 
Well, we've actually been so fortunate since we launched. We've had teachers approach us saying to us, some have been heads of department of, you know, maths departments and science departments. And um, possibly they're retiring or they're just looking for a new challenge. They're tired of being in the classroom and the whole idea really excites them. A lot of people are so excited about this new model because I really believe it's going to revolutionize Education, You know, you were saying nothing's changed in 2,000 years. So a lot of schools have introduced tablets, but, mm. um, you know, the actual pedagogically or the, the way of teaching hasn't changed. It's a textbook on a tablet. You know, that's, it's an e-book. That's what they've done, exactly. essentially, yeah. Or it's a, a, um, a whiteboard, you know, an electronic whiteboard instead of a blackboard. Mm. But pedagogically, it's nothing's changed. And we've got to teach these children how instead of being passive consumers of information in a classroom to be active producers of information because that is the process we're going to take children through. We want them in the end to be so engaged because the higher there's a um, Dr. Craig Blewett and he wrote this um, it's a, a concept he's called the activated classroom and his model it's built on a pyramid like Maslow's hierarchy but it's a pyramid at the bottom you've got the passive consumer the child who's sitting in a classroom just listening and as they work up the pyramid they get more and more actively involved till eventually they're creators of their own knowledge and that is what we're going to be doing through and it's simple processes teaching children encouraging them to make mistakes and you know encouraging um, lateral thinking independent thinking innovative skills creativity because that's what they're going to need university the workplace and in life it's really cool man listen uh for those of you who might have just joined us we're joined by janessa later and uh she's telling us about think digital college which is south africa's first uh online fully virtual, fully virtual. there you go uh school and uh you can send us some of your comments on 079-748-2090 that is our whatsapp connection Hi. 2017. Uh, you can also send us uh, your tweets at JNG underscore live or at cliffcentral.com and uh, we'll check those out. Please use the hashtag hashtag 20 something. Yeah. Uh, this is the place where blue ticks live. So send us a message and you're not going to respond on what's <laughs> That's going to happen. Listen, I've already picked up a problem with Think Digital. Maybe it's not a problem. Depends how you feel. Um, there's not going to be a metric dance, people. You are, not, you are not getting a metric dance. But I suppose also there aren't as many rules that will come uh, with uh, attending or being part of Think Digital College. Uh, there, are, there, Schools have some bizarre rules. Some really, really some bizarre crazy, rules. stupid rules. And, uh, some of them, you, 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 you actually wonder how they came up with it. Mm. Um, I remember there was, a, there was a rule at my school uh, at uh, King Edward. Uh, you could not cut your hair short enough that we could see your scalp. Basically... <laughs> Uh, in, in, in Cassie terms, you can't cut the cheese cop. You know what I mean? You couldn't walk in there bald. And I, I felt it was, it was a bit racist because I thought to myself, white people don't cut their hair that short. It's only us that cut our hair that short, you know? And, uh, there are a couple of other weird, bizarre school rules, man. You were telling me earlier on you yeah. guys couldn't hug at school? At Proarte Alphen Park, which uh-huh. is, uh, the creative arts school in Pretoria. Mm-hmm. But creativity wasn't encouraged, especially hugging. <laughs> we had to give church hugs. So you oh, had yeah, to be yeah. a distance between, between you and you. the female. Yes. Or, or the man, whichever. So you couldn't even hug guys? Like if you're a guy, you couldn't oh, just bro. give him a hug? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so here are some other bizarre ones. Uh, no high fives allowed in middle school. Uh, giving a high five meant detention. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um... Another one here. Uh, one of my local high school kids would say meep whenever they got near a specific teacher to harass him or her. I got to a point where the school banned the use of the word meep and they hired meep monitors <laughs> in the hallways to give detention to any student who used the word meep. Oh, wow. I suppose that from um, the, the runner. What is it? That cartoon? Meep, meep. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the, the road runner. Road runner. That's yes, the one. yes. Uh, when I was in 8th grade, the principal decided that uh, all bad things happened when students were in groups larger than 5. 
So if more than five students were standing around, a teacher would come up and uh, break up the situation. So wow, five is a bad combination. Really, <laughs> that is terrible. That is terrible. All of a sudden, kids wasn't that bad. <laughs> Your rules weren't so bad. They weren't too bad. I remember my middle son was in a private school in um, Pretoria, and he was in grade four. So they were starting to learn about entrepreneurship, and I think he's just a born little entrepreneur. So they had cake and candy day once a month on a Friday afternoon, and the moms would bring. You know, run to Woolies and grab a packet of cupcakes and yeah. they would resell them at ridiculous prices, like two rand a cupcake, and the school would keep the money. So anyway, it must have been around Easter because some mom had bought these beautiful Easter eggs from from Woolies and they were selling them off at two rand an Easter egg. Now, Michele obviously knew the price of these Easter eggs because he had been <laughs> whining for one in Woolies and I said, no, no, still two weeks till Easter. So he, I'd given him five rand for cake and candy, so he got all his friends together pulled all their money and he bought this whole tray and resold it at triple the price. Oh, oh wow. So I get to school that day, she fetched him and the teacher says, oh no, you've got to go see the principal. So I said, what on earth for? So she says, no, and she tells me what Michele did. So I said, well, I think that is fantastic. That is genius. Yeah. He's learned more about business and about life than, this, than he has the whole year. So she said, well, he's been banned from cake and candy for the rest <laughs> of oh. the year. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's crazy. And this is why we need innovation. Yes. We do. Uh, in terms of, I mean, everything is online. You learn online. You do a test online. It's all interactive. Is it possible to cheat on your tests? So, <laughs> the multiple choice questions, look, children have to be disciplined and you'll, I'll find, you'll find that with homeschool children, I actually don't like the term homeschool. To me, it's so archaic. I prefer distance learners or virtual learners. They do develop a sense of, um, independence and they do, and, and, um, a conscientiousness. You know, they realize that it's going to be to their disadvantage. So for the multiple choice questions at the end of each topic, they've got to complete those. Then there is a test paper that they complete. Once they've completed that, we do have a memorandum that the older children can mark themselves or an invigilator or your parent tutor. And then the exams are more closely regulated. They can either write at one of our tutor centers throughout the country, or if they write at home, a parent or tutor has to just sign as an invigilator an authenticity contract. But I suppose that is always the risk. So we, we, we are essentially asking for honesty in people. Exactly. For them to really be there to, to, to make sure that things are going according to exactly. and the to rules and regulations. Exactly. And long term, you know, if yeah. they're going to be cheating throughout their paper in grade 12 where you, you can't write that at home, you know, you've got to write that at an examination center. Yeah. You know, they're going to bomb in that, those exams if they've been cheating along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine 11 years as an A student? <laughs> All of a sudden you walk out with F's, man. <laughs> Damn. Uh, in terms of the open day that uh, you had, how, how did that go? Fabulously. We had quite a few media. We got lovely media coverage. We had a lot of parents who were very interested. We had people interested in opening tutor centers. So the interest was fantastic. Really went extremely well. Can You talk about opening tutor centers. Yes. Can people come on board in terms of being contributing? Absolutely. So we have, at the moment, it's really moms that are already homeschooling their children or moms that homeschool their children who are now at university who think, you know, they really miss it. So some are doing it from home and, you know, at the dining room table. Some have used church premises, you know, the mm. um, creche at a church where there's tables and chairs because that's all you really need. You need tables and chairs. The children come with their tablets with all the content and everything is explained so beautifully. They've got access to qualified teachers in every single subject so you don't need to employ a qualified teacher and there is no um, cost involved. You know, there's no setup fee or anything to become a tutor center. That's really cool. Um, uh, This might just be a difficult question to answer but how far do you think we are from a system like uh, Think Digital College becoming the norm across the country? I think, you know, it'll probably take a long time. Changes in education don't seem to happen quickly. Mm. And there are a lot of people who are very reluctant. They, be- You know, we've been brought up to believe a child needs to go to a classroom. You know, a classroom is a brick building. It's not yeah. a tablet. Mm. So I think it's going to be quite a few years to change people's perception. But it's amazed me. You know, the homeschooling market, there's already approximately 650,000 homeschooled learners. Oh, wow. And it's the fastest growing form of education worldwide. 
So I do think it's going to grow exponentially. Sounds from from the sound of things. I mean, six hundred and fifty thousand is not a small number. Yes. It's not. Uh, it's most. Cu- it's some countries actually in the world. The, the whole population of some countries. Exactly. Yeah. That's small. Uh, in ter- I mean, take all the money now. This is to the parents now, I suppose. Take all the money that you spend on uniform, which is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and stationery and other things. You know, transportation for your kids to get them to and from school. Take that money and put it into data, and then. You're done. <laughs> You're done. Okay. Um, in terms of working, you know, being part of Think Digital, what do you enjoy about this business or be, you know, innovating in such a way that you have? Well, I've always loved being in education because nothing gives you the sense of satisfaction that equipping a child or an adult with vital skills and knowledge. You know, to me, I get such a kick out of it. It gives me such personal satisfaction. I love it. And now having the opportunity to be involved with something that's so cutting edge and so exciting is the most wonderful opportunity of all the businesses I've started in my life. This is by far the most exciting and our first leg of the business is you know the homeschool market and to penetrate that market but our real dream is to go in throughout South Africa and eventually throughout Africa and take this into rural areas get corporate um, funding because I honestly do believe that this can eradicate illiteracy and educational problems in South Africa. I, I think it's so awesome that you cover, you know, basically the whole schooling experience. I mean, this is from grade R all the way up to uh, uh, matric. Um, do you, what do you say to parents that might feel that, you know, the the experience of learning online might pull away from certain things that the child would naturally go through? How do you speak to skeptical parents who think, no, man, I think my child should be surrounded by other kids? So what we say is this isn't for every child. So, for example, a specific school, like kids was maybe not for you, but other children absolutely loved, loved it. it. Yeah, that for sure. And that exact is for sure. same with us. Some children will thrive, do brilliantly and love it. Other children might miss the fact, you know, the routine of standing in a row and going to assembly and singing in the hall. And, you know, some children will miss that. So that's not for everybody. But, you know, worth a bash. You know, I really don't, you don't want to take any risks with your child's education, but especially, you know, parents with younger children, I say to them, just try it for a year. If your child misses the school environment, misses that atmosphere, then take them back because we stick very, very, um, you know, we stick to the CAPS curriculum or Cambridge. Mm -hmm. Parents can choose an option and we follow the outcomes Exactly as the CAPS document is stipulated by the Department of Education, we are registered with Sakai. So Sakai is one of the three accreditation bodies in South Africa. There's IEB, Department of Education, and Sakai. Yeah. So students, there's not a problem with a child moving over. So say, for example, they're not enjoying this form of learning. They want to go back to a traditional school. There is no problem in a school accepting Making the transition from the one to the other, yeah. Yes. That's that's. The, I feel like we've just calmed the nerves of about <laughs> half the population. Half the population. <laughs> okay. All right. You can do this. I mean, it's fully accredited. It's legit. It. Mm. Um, this is not like a sidewalk. Fly by night. Fly by night. Won't no. be on cop launch. Because be, yes, because <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of people hear online anything, and they're like, hmm, we're not sure. We're not sure. A lot of people are very apprehensive when it comes to these kind of things, like. We were talking about it just now. Online radio was yes. something else that people were like, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" And we do it to ourselves. I mean, I've having seen on the news what parents have experienced in terms of registering their kids. Yeah, and that system just sort of failing them. Now it makes you more skeptical. You want to be there physically. Yeah. Uh, so there's that part of it. But you know, there's twenty two thousand children at the moment that aren't that haven't got a place in a school. So it is time that we start looking for other options. Mm. You know, we, I heard yesterday Bladen and somebody saying that they're going to be really, you know, going all out now, building schools in all the townships and rural areas. Is that really, really the need? Or should we pump, be pumping that money into higher education or, you know, providing free education to these children through these devices? You know, there's this, this, I, I feel like when, when you open up the discussion, that's when you'll get a lot more valuable information a lot more 
you know, diversified answers. You know, as you said, it's not necessarily for all kids, but I mean, there's some kids that can walk away with, uh, with a lot gained in comparison to if they went to a traditional school. I think the more and more we discuss these things and the more and more people lend their voices to such topics, I think the better we, we are, we are. Uh, we'd be better suited moving forward. And I, I would also, I would have loved if we could have one of the kids that have been uh, a student at uh, Think Digital College, you know, in the studio, just to get a feel for what, what schooling is like for them. Well, it's brand new. The content's been developed over the last three years, but we're launching now. So this is really trailblazing. These poor students are <laughs> guinea pigs, but the system has been tested and yeah. analyzed by cognitive learning specialists from around the world. So we're very confident that there will be no hiccups. And what we're going to do is really, because of all these support systems, you know, we're really going to aim to have fantastic results at the end of this year. So because that's the only way we can prove to people that this is going to work because a couple of years ago um, it was said that well, probably two or three years ago it was published that online learning in South Africa is a dismal failure those are the words oh, okay. and the reason it's a dismal failure is because it's an ebook. No child is going to sit with an ebook and be excited and motivated to study. Yeah, for but sure. if you start combining it with animation and videos and illustrations combined with the text, that's when you start making it exciting. And if a child doesn't have support, you know, if they just left with their device, you know, they're also not going to be successful. You've got to follow up. You've got to make sure they're staying on track. A lot of parents do do that naturally, but there's some children who don't have that support necessarily. Yeah. So that's why we're going to be providing that as well. The revolution has begun. Now and you have to be a parent. Like you have to play, <laughs> take part, you know? I feel like there's, there, there are a lot of parents that just send their kids off to school and come back. You're like, did you do your homework? Yes, yeah. good. <laughs> you have to participate now. Yeah. Now you have to be a part of it, you know? You And I, I feel like that's how it should have been from the beginning anyway. I agree. The people, the children love learning. Yeah. yeah you skip a lot of things. Initiation being one of them. Yes. Yeah. Skip, okay, it doesn't happen anymore like it happened to us, but you skip that. Okay, okay maybe it happened to you. I, I didn't get initiated. <laughs> I, 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 man, I've got a big mouth. I'm, I've got a tiny body and a big mouth. They decided, okay, this kid's funny. We can't really do anything to him. <laughs> uh, and as a parent, you don't have to wake up in the morning anymore, you know, to get your kids ready, pack lunches and all that. For sure. So there's, there's that as well. There's that advantage. Um, so, there, I mean, there are benefits. There are small amount of benefits that you can enjoy. For sure. I think what we should do is uh, maybe we should have you come in again later on in the year. With some students. Please. With some students. I think yes. that's... Uh, we. Okay, not even I think we're doing that. Staff uh, my mind's made up. so exciting. I think digital though. Right? Yeah. It's like online everything. It's like, oh, is it? <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> done. Uh, in terms of, you know, you've done research, uh, lengthy research, and you're only launching now fully. Uh, what are some of the things that you learned and found out while conducting your research? So we started off by doing a lot of research on this specific generation because, you know, it's no use developing something that we think we would enjoy. You know, it's <laughs> got to be developed for the, the user in mind. So it was so interesting discovering, I mean, these children, first of all, I mean, as I say, they were born with technology in their hand. They want instant gratification you know they're very impatient so if the if a system doesn't work they're just going to move on so we had to make sure that our learner management system worked and worked quickly and worked well so the whole user experience was very important to us um, also just by speaking to parents you know interacting just seeing what concerns people is quite interesting you know and just um, you know putting their minds at ease saying yeah. you know we've thought of that we've done that we've put this in place and eventually you know parents are definitely feeling more at ease now but I think once they start and once we have some fabulous success stories then it's really going to assist w were there any eyebrow raising moments were you surprised by some of the things that you found out during your research not really. You know, it, it was fascinating. But then having three children of my own, I think, yeah, that's so true. I mean, just this holiday, I've actually got a photograph of it. I'm going to show you just now. I said to my two younger boys, they were watching TV for hours on end. So I said to them, you know, this is not on, guys. You've got to go outside and play. So they said, well, what must we do? So I said, I don't care what you do. Just go outside and play. So half an hour later, 
I looked out the window and here I see that carried our big screen television, extension cords, PlayStation. They're sitting in the garden under a tree. <laughs> and that was the idea of playing outside. Oh, wow. They just transferred what they were doing inside outside. Exactly. Oh, wow. I, I, I honestly think you've got some creative kids. Seriously, your kids are so creative. They sound like they're the coolest kids on earth. But I think that's this generation. I mean, when also when we were researching, I found kids of 10 years old who developed multiple apps. I mean, how do they do that? They can't go to an adult and say, how do I develop an app? Because, I mean, I don't know how to develop an app. Your parents sure. aren't going to be able to help you. So these children are teaching themselves. And this is where I refer again to becoming the active producer of knowledge. And that's what we want children who have already started a business before they matriculate. So in LO, we're going to encourage that. You know, we're not going to say to them, you can't attend Cake and Candy yeah. Day. We're going to say to them, that's fantastic. Start a business out of this. I mean, my... 13-year-old, my little one, Alessandro, has started a business buying and selling items on OLX. Oh, Although wow. he asked the other day um, if he could sell his brother on OLX. <laughs> <laughs> he had had enough. <laughs> Look, man, human trafficking is a multi-million dollar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Stick to um, Listen, parents, uh, especially you, mo- you, you younger ones, For sure. be more like Miss Later. Oh, Mrs. That's it. Mrs. Yeah, there Mrs. you go. Um, encourage your kids. Not not encourage. Liberate your kids. Yes. For sure. For yes. sure. Liberate your kids. Yeah, as I said, the revolution has begun. Yeah. It really has education begun. revolution. Um, Janessa, it's been so awesome having you oh, in it's studio. Been fabulous meeting you guys. Ah, uh, it feels like the time just flew by. Ah, it, it happens all the time. It, it's just so ridiculous. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you've opened up my eyes to a lot of things. Um, there were a lot of things I, I had my own preconceived ideas before I walked in here. But, um, as soon as I have a child, we're doing Think Digital College. Thank you very much. Awesome. I think it's, it's, thank it's, you so much, guys. It's done. Um, how do we keep up with you on, uh, social media platforms? Yes, we've got a Facebook page. It's just Think. And there we post, we've got a number of videos so they can actually see samples of the content. Ah. The samples are also on our website, www.thinkdigitalcollege.co.za. We also have a Twitter account. It's at think underscore digital C. So various ways to keep in touch with us. We're quite active on our Facebook page. So that's possibly the place to start. So awesome. Thank you again Thanks, so guys. much for joining us. Uh, so Van Given, are we, are we going digital? Is, is, uh, have we made up our minds yet? I think I have. Right. Um, it's man. It's just awesome. Yeah. It really is. It's, it really is. It's the new business model, I suppose. Right. You know, you don't have to physically be somewhere. For sure. For you sure. You can interact and get things done. It, it's, it reminds me of an article I read a couple of uh, months ago. There in the States, um, people that work in IT, they've, they've had headaches because millennials refuse to come into the office. It's like, <laughs> What do you want me at the office for? I can do this from home. I can do it and send it. We can send it back and forth. I mean, I've worked with people uh, on designs and we've just talked about it on WhatsApp. Okay, I, yeah. I want this, move this, do it like this. So that's how we should interact. We shouldn't wait to physically meet. That's for sure. That's old thinking. That is so oh, That is so true. Uh, that, that was just fantastic, man. And uh, just like that, we're out of here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it is uh, 20-something. In fact, before we do, we got a message on WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. Ha! Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. This one comes from Casey. He says, Rockstar's in the making. 20-something makes my Fridays. Thank you, guys. Uh, Casey has nothing but love for y'all. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Yeah. 2017 off to a fantastic start. Uh, all right. Just like that, we out of here. Uh, catch you guys next week. Cliffcentral.com.